Welcome back to Home Inspector Training. I am Garth Haslam, the home medic. Subject this time around, we're going to talk about ventilation. Now, there's a number of different kinds of ventilation we're going to cover. There's attic ventilation, there's dryer vents, there's crawl space vents, there's furnace vents, there's plumbing vents. You get the idea. There's no shortage of vents. And you are going to be asked by many of your clients, what is that? And of course, and as always, you have to have the answer ready. So you need to understand the difference between, for example, an attic vent and a sewer vent and and that sort of thing. To generalize a little bit, generally when buyers are noticing vents, they'll be seeing the vents on the top side of the house. For your information, the larger diameter vents are generally sewer vents for a larger diameter sort of a sewer line. For example, a a toilet is going to have a larger diameter line, and so the vent on the top side is going to be a larger diameter usually as well. Now, in this particular segment, I want to cover just the attic vents because that is kind of important. I have two pet peeves. One would be drainage issues because so easily homeowners could save themselves so many dollars but they don't. The second one is attic ventilation. Again, same sort of a thing. A simple couple of vents that are in good shape can add years to a roof and save many thousands of dollars in the meantime from uh, utility bills that a person doesn't have to pay if the attic is well vented. That's huge. You got to have the ventilation be right on any house. Now, there are some exceptions, of course. For example, maybe the home that you're looking at it today is a metal roof. If that's the case, you don't have to have that vented. As a matter of fact, it might be a problem if it is because metal roofs, you don't want to have interfaces there. That's where you can have leaks. So generally, they will only vent metal roofs out through the gable ends of that house. Again, much can depend on your geology as well. Ventilation requirements are different in northern Idaho than they are in southern Texas. So you'll want to make sure you understand what the requirements are in whatever state that you're in. So attic vents, there are a number of different types of vents and you're going to need to be conversant with each of them. In most areas, turtle vents are by far the most common. Reason is because they are simple. Basically, all they are is is a hole in the roof covered by the equivalent of a turtle shell. There's no moving parts. There's not much that can go wrong. It's just easy breezy. Those things allow air to leave the attic, and sometimes they're screened so that mice can't get back in. But in any case, the turtle vents are the most simple of all solutions, and so they happen a lot. Another surging vent type that I see a lot and makes me grin every time I see it is ridge cap vents, also known as ridge vents. Those go all the way across the ridge, the top side of the roof. And one of the reasons why they're nice, turtle vents, of course, go near the ridge, but you can actually put a ridge vent right there on top. So... Since warm air wants to rise, you can actually capture or allow all of that superheated air to escape rather than have a small pocket of super warm air just get trapped right at the top. So those ridge vents are nice. You can tell those. Basically what they do is it's uh, just a little bit of a cap 
on top of the ridge, and they're going to raise just enough so that there's some airflow that can happen. And that's going to allow the superheated air out of the attic. And then, of course, we're going to talk about the soffit vents shortly. All of these vent types that we're going to be talking about in this segment, they are all air output except for the soffit vents. Soffit vents are air input into the attic and everything else is air output. All of this is important because if you have good ventilation in an attic, again, uh, the homeowner is going to be paying less for his utility bills. And, for example, on a 30-year roof, If you have poor ventilation, you could very easily turn that into a 15-year roof, again, depending on what area you may be inspecting in. And, you know, middle USA taking half the life off of a roof is not uncommon for homes where they didn't bother to do attic ventilation. Gable vents, if you've got just a simple pitch front and back on, on a roof, maybe you've got a rambler with a simple front and back slope, You don't have a lot of crazy slopes going different directions. The edges of the home are going to be the gables, the ends. And up near the ridge, you're going to have gable vents. This happens especially in homes built in the like 70s, 60s, 70s, maybe 80s. That you're just going to have maybe some masonry where they put some gaps in between the masonry to allow air to flow through. Usually in homes that are that old, they didn't do attic ventilation on the top side. They just put in the gable vents and hoped that would be enough. And, of course, it never is. So quite often, if you're inspecting an older home and all it has is gable vents, of course you should recommend more ventilation. But one of the options is that rather than cut holes in the roof itself, which you know that can be kind of scary unless whoever is doing it knows what they're doing, One less intrusive option is to actually put a fan on one of the gable ends. Maybe you make a standard attic fan that actually has a thermostat on it, and that turns on when a certain temperature happens in the attic, and it blows the air out of the attic via the gables. One of the weaknesses on that is, again, unless you've got a fan on there, you're not going to be capturing and releasing all of the superheated air in the attic because those gables are generally down 18 inches, maybe two feet. So that top two feet might be just stagnant superheated air, and that area is not being vented as well as it perhaps should be. Another one of your ventilation options would be turbine vents. Those are the ones that spin in the wind. We've all seen them. When there is a breeze, those things actually act as a pump, and they pump the superheated air out of the attic. That's nice, but things can go wrong with the turbine vents. Of course, they can age, they can corrode, they can get stuck, and they can also become a pathway in for rain or what have you. So turbine vents aren't always the best, but as far as I'm concerned, anything is good. I'll tell my clients that basically if we have adequate ventilation up there, I'm happy. Another one of the choices that you have for attic ventilation is actually an attic fan, and we talked about that briefly. Basically, an attic fan is a fan that physically blows air out of the attic. Now, I've seen them set up where homeowners can turn those on. That's generally not a good idea because no homeowner is going to turn a fan on to protect the attic. Now, he's hot. That would be a different thing. That would be a whole house fan. And 
probably ought to spend some time differentiating between the two. An attic fan is going to vent air from the attic to the exterior space, and there will be no connection with the living space. By contrast, if you've got a whole house fan, then what you're doing is you're putting a fan on the top of the living space. That fan is blowing the house in the living space to the attic, where it will then exhaust using the turtle vents or gable vents or whatever is up there, and it'll get the hot air out that way. Now, of course, that's not going to be anywhere near as good as a central air unit or even a swamp cooler, but it's more than nothing. I have seen some fairly nice homes where they did have central air, but they'd come home and the house would be 100 degrees after a day at work, and they could bring that house down quickly to 80 degrees because that was the exterior temperature at the time without having to spend money on doing the central air to get that down more slowly and more expensively. So there is a place for a whole house fan that is different than an attic fan. There are formulas for attic ventilation, for example. Uh, one rule of thumb is that you need a square foot of ventilation for every 300 square feet of floor. I'm not expecting you to do the math. Honestly, I don't do the math. But what I will do is I'll take a look, and if I see one turtle vent on a home that's maybe a couple thousand square feet, I'm going to tell them they don't have enough. You know, turtle vents, you need to have three or four. And it's nice when you can see six or eight, especially on the larger homes. Smaller homes, three is probably good. Of course, the attic fan, one of those is awesome, and it's going to do pretty much any size of home if it is on a thermostat. So basically the thermostat senses when the attic temperature gets to a certain level and it turns that fan on and it leaves that fan on until temperatures get down to whatever the setting is and then you're good. As the inspector, you just need to know that there is attic ventilation. Again, the gable vents by themselves, not enough. And you need to make that clear when you're talking to your buyers, quite often you'll say there's inadequate vents and then the realtor or somebody will say, well, there's some gable vents right there. And the response is, yes, that is attic ventilation, but it's not enough. We need more. And then you can start talking about attic fans or turtle vents or ridge vents or turbine vents or whatever you want to do. That's how that conversation goes. So get the attic ventilation right. Again, more information on the website, homemedicusa.com, and there's a ton of good stuff on nachi.org, n-a-c-h-i.org. Make sure you get the attic ventilation right, because that is a key part of what you're being hired to inspect. Everybody knows how to test plugs. You shove a plug tester in, you read what it says, and you are done. But there's a lot more that you really should know. This is one of those subjects. Get the attic ventilation right. Take care of your clients. And the marketing gets a whole lot easier. Now, go out. Make me proud.